praise the name of the Lord. His name is worthy. Hallelujah. His name is worthy. Worthy is the name of the Lord. Most high. Hallelujah. 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 We lift him up this morning. We bless his holy name this morning. We thank the Lord for what he is doing in the midst of us. Hallelujah. His name is worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. The name of the Lord must be praised. Come on, clap your hands and give God the glory everywhere that you are this morning. Hallelujah. Clap them unto the Lord because we serve the, th the true and living God. Hallelujah. The one that take us out of darkness and present us into this marvelous light. Hallelujah. Who could it be but Jesus? Call his name. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. Praise his wonderful name. What a wonderful Lord that we serve this morning. Hallelujah. He's the King of kings and the Lord of all. Hallelujah. We magnify his name this morning. Hallelujah. Great is the Lord. Hallelujah. His name. Hallelujah. Must be lifted up. His name. Hallelujah. Must be worshipped. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. We give him thanks this morning. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. What a wonderful what a wonderful God this morning. Let us bow our heads in prayer at this time. Father, I give you thanks one more time for your many mercies and for your goodness. I thank you for the gift of life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you call us out of nature's darkness and you brought us into this wonderful light this morning. Hallelujah. You brought us into this marvelous light. Lord Jesus, as we're gathered here this morning, I pray that you will touch us one more time. Hallelujah. I pray that you will, hallelujah, have your own way with us this morning. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. I pray, God Almighty, that you touch the lives of people who are tuned in this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, we come against every forces of darkness. Lord God, every plan of the enemy. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Satan. Hallelujah. The Lord rebuke you. Hallelujah. Satan. The Lord Jesus rebuke you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Satan. The blood of Jesus is against you. Hallelujah. 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 Let go. Shandabakosiah. Hallelujah. Beat back the powers of darkness. Even now, God, let your glorious light shine in. Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hearts are broken, torn into pieces. God, tune in this morning for a word from you, God. Let your word, hallelujah, be made known to them this morning. Hallelujah. Touch your minds, touch your heart, touch your spirit. Lord Jesus, we look to you one more time. Hallelujah. We lift up your holy name one more time and we bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord and give him a thunderous praise. Hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands unto him and give him a thunderous praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. 
We give him thanks this morning for his goodness and for his mercies, thanking him for the gift of life, for everything that he is doing in the midst of us. We're certainly grateful to the Lord. Hallelujah for those who have been uh, being blessed of the Lord. Some receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Others are uh, re- recommitted their lives to the Lord. Uh, we just give God thanks. We give God thanks. It is not our doing. It is the mercies of God. And we want to make sure that all, all, all the glory goes to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the glory goes to him. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I would this morning that we turn to the book of, for a short while, let's look on Isaiah chapter 12. Let's read from verse 1 to 3. Isaiah chapter 12. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. In that day, you will sing. I will praise you, O Lord. You were angry with me, but not anymore. Now you comfort me. See, God has come. To save me, I will trust in him and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. With joy, you will drink deeply from the fountain of salvation. See, God has come to save me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. With joy, you will drink deeply from the fountain of salvation. Uh, Praise his wonderful name. With joy, you will drink deeply from the fountain of salvation. St. John chapter 7 and verse 37 and 38. On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come 
and drink. For the scriptures declare, rivers of living water will flow from his heart. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scripture declares, rivers of living water will flow from his heart. Verse 39 said, when he said living water, he was speaking of the spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him. But the spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet entered into his glory. When he speak of living water, he was speaking of the spirit who would be given to everyone that believes in him. Jesus the Christ. Jesus the son of the living God. John 1 verse 4 he gave life the word to everything that was created and his life brought light to every one in him was life and his light was the light his life was the light of men the gospel of john chapter 3 we read about an encounter with jesus and a man from the pharisee called Nicodemus. A man who was convinced that Jesus was a teacher sent from God. Because to him it was evident by the miraculous signs that God did through him. In this discourse with Nicodemus, Jesus told Nicodemus, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The last statement, one of the last statements, during the dialogue with Nicodemus, Jesus said something. In chapter in verse 14 of chapter 3. He said, As Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. So that everyone who believes in him, Jesus, will have eternal life. 
In him was life. And his life was the light of every man. Jesus said to Nicodemus, this is how God loved the world. That he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him. Nicodemus wanted to find out who Jesus was. He knew he was convinced that he must be a teacher, a rabbi sent from God. But Jesus did not reveal his identity to Nicodemus. He simply told him, unless you are born again, Nicodemus, you cannot see the kingdom of God. But when we get to John chapter 4, Jesus, John said, knew that the Pharisees had heard that he was baptizing and making more disciples than John. Scripture tells us he himself did not dis, um, baptize, but his disciples did. So he left Judea and returned to Galilee. And he said he had to go through Samaria on the way. The King James said, I must needs go through Samaria. Purpose. Bible said eventually he came to Samaritan to the Samaritan village of Sychar, near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Bible said Jacob's well was there, and Jesus was tired from the long walk, sat weary beside the well about noontime. Hallelujah. The Bible said, soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water. And Jesus said to her, please give me a drink. Purpose. The Jews were taught to avoid the Samaritans. Some sense of racial prejudice. They had no dealings with the Samaritans. Oftentimes they would have taken a longer route. Traveling around Samaria and not directly through Samaria. To avoid having any dealings with the Samaritans. But here Jesus 
purpose in his heart, told his disciples, I must need, I must, I have to go through Samaria. Why? It's not known to the disciples. But Jesus knew that there is a purpose to be fulfilled. And so, he went through Samaria, came to the village of Sychar, and came to Jacob's well. And him being tired from his journey, sat wearily beside the well about noon time. Appointment with purpose. Jesus Christ, the fountain of living water. Bible said, soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water. And Jesus said to her, please give me a drink. It's for us to understand, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, that Jesus is present waiting on us. There's never a moment when he is not there. He fills the universe. And he's interested in each and every one of us. May not be a well that he's sitting beside. But he's waiting right where you are. He's positioning himself so that you will have to encounter him. He positions himself. Uses troubles and trials and disappointment as opportunity to witness as opportunity to have an encounter with us. Storms within our lives. And it is in those times that we will recognize that Jesus was waiting on us. The Bible said that as the woman approached, Jesus said, give me a drink. He is the fountain of living water. And he's asking for a drink. Bible said he was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. Oh God. Every act of God is an act of purpose. Jesus came into this world to handle, to touch the lives of broken people. And here we understand, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, that ministry 
comes from a tender heart. It must be handled with grace. One must be gentle when handling broken people. Jesus opened up and said, give me a drink. And the woman was surprised. Why? For she knew that the Jews refused to have anything to do with the Samaritans. So the issue of racial prejudice lies with the Jews. They refused to have anything to do with the Samaritans. She said to Jesus, you are a Jew. And I am a Samaritan. Hello. I wonder if you're aware that I'm a Samaritan. I wonder if you're aware that I'm no good. I wonder if you're aware that we are rejected. I wonder if you're aware that your people don't talk to us. I wonder, I'm wondering if you are aware that we are looked down on with contempt. Somebody may be saying, you don't understand how broken I am. You don't understand that, that I can't come to you because my life is a filthy mess. You don't understand that it's not possible for us to have a relationship. I'm so messed up and broken. There are others in society that will have nothing to do with me. Jesus said, give me a drink. I want to drink something from you. I want to have something to do with you. Yes, I understand uh, that you may be leprous. Yes, I understand uh, that you may, my God Almighty, have a terminal illness. Yes, I understand that this is about the last hour that you're about to live. But I want to have something to do with you. Oh, God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, I know you have lost your sense of purpose. Yes, I know, my God Almighty, that you don't see any good thing in you. But I want to have something to do with you. Give me a drink. Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift of God. If you only knew the gift God has for you. And who you are speaking to. You would ask me and I would give you living water. If you only knew 
who was speaking to you, you would ask me and I would give you living water. If you only knew who Jesus is, you would ask. Yes. And he will. Yes. Give you living water. If you only knew the gift of God and who was speaking to you, you would ask and you would receive living water. The Bible tells us that she said, sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket. See, Jesus is dealing on the spiritual plane. But she's still trapped in the physical. Jesus is offering water that she has never had. But she's thinking of water that's coming from a physical well. Let's look at Psalm 36 and verse. Let's go there. Psalm 36. And verse 5 to 9. The psalmist says, Your unfailing love, O Lord, is as vast as the heavens. That's his mercies. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your justice like the ocean depths. You care for people and animals alike, O oh Lord. How precious is your unfailing love. How precious is your mercies, O oh God. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. You feed them from the abundance of your own house, letting them drink from your river of delights. Come on, somebody. For you, O oh Lord, are the fountain of life, the light by which we see in him was life. And his life was the light of men. If any man thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. For you, O Lord, are the fountain of life. So when Jesus said, if you only knew the gift of God, what is the gift of God? He told Nicodemus, John 3 and verse 16, for he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus Christ is the gift 
of God to the world. Gave his only begotten son. That any man who believes on him. Any man who trusts in him. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. And so. This woman continues. He said living water. That's the gift of God. Jesus said if you only knew the gift of God. Or the gift God has for you. And who you are speaking to. You would ask me. And I would would give you living water. I want somebody to stop and think. Have you asked for this living water? You have come to Jesus, but have you asked for this living water? Have you laid claim on the gift that he has for you? Jesus is telling us, living water is given by asking for it. Give me to drink. Said, Sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket. She's on the physical plane. And this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water from? It's not stagnant. It's a well that's that's springing up. How are you going to get the living water without a rope and a bucket? And besides, do you think you are greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well? Do you know how old this well is? Do you understand That this is the well that Jacob gave us. And it's still springing up. We're still drawing from it. Are you greater than Jacob? Are you greater than our religious father? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoyed? (laughs) The fountain of living water is about to speak. Jesus said, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. This water that you have been drawing from. Anyone who drinks from this well, Jacob's well, will become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. Hello. So are you greater than Jacob? Anyone who drinks the water that I'm going to be giving will never be thirsty again. You have had many occasions of drinking Jacob's water. 
but you're still thirsty. But anyone who drinks the water that I am going to give will never be thirsty again. Have you had a taste of this water? Are you greater than Jacob? Anyone who drinks the water that I'm going to give will never be thirsty again. It becomes, why? Because it becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Jesus now is taking her outside of the physical into the spiritual by simply saying that his water will give eternal life. One argues as Jesus in his encounter with various personalities and peoples questioning his greatness. Jesus Matthew 12 and 6 said he's greater than the temple. Greater than Jonah. Matthew 12, 41. Greater than Solomon. Matthew 12, 42. Greater than Abraham. Because before Abraham, I am. John 8 and 53. And here, he's testifying to his greatness. By allowing this woman, this broken woman, to understand that if you drink of my water, you will never thirst again. Because the water that I'm going to give you will be springing up into in you as a well, giving you eternal life. Here we understand, brothers and sisters, that living water is what every individual in this world is searching for, whether they know it or not. It is the only thing or gift that can quench the thirsty soul. Uh, Psalmist David said, as the heart panted after the water broke. 